Welcome to Roeville Uniting Church and the reflection of the day from the Reverend Trevor Bassett. Well, here we go with week two of the five-week marathon of John chapter six. For those who were here last week, we started the marathon of five weeks. This is week two. So, hopefully you will feel well nourished by the end. So, imagine I'm holding an event and it's an event that I want lots of people to attend. I want maximum participation. How am I going to get maximum participation? Let me tell you, there is a secret to huge attendance guaranteed every time. Yep, free food will do it every time. Yep, uh, but make sure you have a budget for it. It's amazing how many will come. If you cook it, they will come. You movie buffs have better get that reference. Last week in the story of Jesus feeding the 5,000, the crowd is ready to make him king. Imagine that. Wow, king. Free food is the key to becoming king. It's a wonder to me that Malcolm and Bill haven't actually worked that out and tried it. Maybe we should let them know. Jesus and the disciples, well, it's been pretty full on. They make a quick departure. And if you remember from last week, uh, Jesus goes up the hill and the disciples head off across the water on the boat and Jesus comes to them. So he hasn't actually hopped in the boat with them. And that's where the crowd gets confused because we have that story in between uh, following the feeding of Jesus walking across the water. So my question is, they, they leave quickly after the success of this feeding, but was it really a success? Hmm. The people had come to be in that remote place with Jesus because they were looking for something. And maybe, just maybe, they might find it in Jesus. And so Jesus has departed and they've seen the disciples go over the other side. So they move around the lake, following him, still looking for whatever it is they are looking for. But it seems... The food has blinded them to what has actually happened. Yes, they ate all they could and their bellies were full. But the meaning that Jesus intends them to take from it, uh, it's been glossed over with the feast of gluttony. The food Jesus is speaking about is more than the stuff that you chew and swallow. So Jesus has already given them the sign that they again ask him to show them that they are so desperate to see, but they have not understood the sign. Well, here we are, Pismo Beach and all the claims we can eat. What a way for a duck to travel underground. Hey, wait a minute. Since when is Pismo Beach inside a cave? 
I wonder, uh, you know, I just bet we should have turned left at Albuquerque, and there may be a right time. We all know about Bugs Bunny needing to turn left at Albuquerque, and he never remembers, don't we? This is not just my generation, is it? He missed the sign. It said, turn left at Albuquerque. But he never seems to remember and he ends up in the wrong place. They missed the sign. Have you ever missed a sign? Mm. Have you ever had trouble reading the sign and understanding it? I found that when we were in uh, non-English speaking countries in Europe, I was constantly anxious that we might end up going the wrong way or get on the wrong train or, or do something that was going to end up with us being hopelessly lost. You know, it can be much worse than just a physical sign that points us in a physical direction when we're driving somewhere or walking somewhere. It can be much worse when we misinterpret a sign that means our whole life is heading in the wrong direction. People have misunderstandings with each other all the time and those misunderstandings, they lead to broken relationships and they lead to difficulty that is really needless. And it happens all the time and it happens so easily. Taking time to understand signs, it's an important thing to do. I found myself thinking this week that maybe Jesus should have been more direct when he fed the crowd. Maybe instead of just hoping that this miraculous feeding would in some way inform the crowd as to what Jesus was trying to say and do, Maybe he needed to give a direct explanation. Tell them what it was about. Don't leave them wandering around thinking, well, this was great, we ate everything. Now give us a sign. Well, if Jesus had done that, it would have been very unsatisfying. Jesus is offering himself. He is the bread of heaven. And in him we will be nourished and in him we will find life. And, and Jesus, well, you know, Jesus is the food without a use-by date. Now, that sounds all right to me. Who checks the use-by date when you go to the supermarket? I do. The nourishment of faith is not an event. It's not one meal. It's a journey. Jesus allows the people to question and explore because this is essential in following the Christian journey that we do take time to question and explore and Jesus deliberately I think is allowing this time as chapter 6 continues on he will begin to offer more discussion and add in more teaching because this feast is a food trail a smorgasbord that never ends you know, I've discovered that the journey of faith does not always involve certainty or precise clarity. Sure, I could go down a path 
that's going to give me uh, certainty and clarity. And, and in some places, I know I could attend a church where I will be told what the certainty and the clarity is. And I could even claim, as some do, that the Bible is full of absolutes. But if this were the case, would Jesus have left them the space to question and to explore and to misunderstand even? Because surely it is in the misunderstandings that we have at times that we also learn. This is the way Jesus approached feeding the people. The bread that will nourish us, the cup that will quench our thirst, is a journey of discovery, of growth and of change. And as we, as we discover and as we grow and as we change as individuals, so to the church, the body of Christ, made up of great diversity of gifts and theological understandings and, and life experiences, also discovers, grows and changes together. In verse 35 in the reading today from John, John chapter 6, Jesus said to them, I am the bread of life. Whoever comes to me will never be hungry and whoever believes in me will never be thirsty. This is the sign and it is the promise. Bread comes in a variety of forms and, and wine has many varieties. May God bless us in the nourishment that we receive through feeding on Christ, the bread of heaven. Stay tuned. Week three of the marathon is next Sunday. Amen. Thank you for listening to the reflection of the day from the Reverend Trevor Bassett at Roval Uniting Church. Roval is a suburb of Melbourne in Victoria, Australia. We look forward to welcoming you back to another reflection of the day soon. You are always welcome at our weekly worship services held at 10am each Sunday.